0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. I'd like to talk about a famous Christmas carol today. and I've got, I might surprise you with something we say about it. It might be something you don't realize that really is quite surprising. And that's the Christmas carol, Joy to the World. Now when I say this is perhaps the most famous carol of all time, I don't want to start controversy here. You might say it's Hark the Herald Angels Sing or oh, come all ye faithful, or you might have another all-time favorite. That's all right. We'll just put this up there as one of the tops of all time, and we want to see something that's interesting about it, okay? Let's look at the words of it first. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains repeat the sounding joy. Joy He No more lets sins or sorrows grow, Nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of His love. This song was written hundreds of years ago by a man named Isaac Watts. And you might notice something interesting of those words we said. There's no mention of Jesus in the manger, wise men, a star, uh, shepherds, peace on earth coming. There's no mention of of Mary or Joseph, a stable, no mention of Herod. No mention of any of these things. Why is that? Believe it or not, this most famous of Christmas carols wasn't actually about Christmas. That's right. This song comes from Psalm 98. And Psalm 98 is a prophetic messianic psalm about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, interestingly, in the Old Testament, it seems like the prophets often did not understand or able to distinguish the difference between the first and second coming of Christ. In fact, they often would kind of put the two right together, even right next to one another. I've heard it likened to if you're standing in a distance and you're looking at a mountain range— you can see the mountains out there, and you see two peaks of the mountains, and from your vantage point it, uh, far away, it looks like they're right next to one another. But as you get close to those mountains, and you actually get in them, you realize, wow, there's a big valley in between these two peaks. Maybe it could even be miles and miles and miles between the two mountain peaks. From the distance far away, it looked like they're right next to one another. Once they got up close, you realize that wasn't the case. And likewise, the prophets who spoke in the Old Testament often spoke of the coming of Jesus, the, the, the two comings of Jesus, right next to one another. But there are two comings. There is the first coming and the second coming. Jesus came the first time. Which we celebrate at Christmas. He's going to come a second time. We want to be ready for. We'll talk about that in just one minute. But first, I'd like to read Psalm one, Psalm 98, if I could. And it's a famous Psalm, a wonderful Psalm about the first, about the second coming of Jesus Christ. You ready? Oh, sing to the Lord a new song for he has done wonderful things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained the victory for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He's remembered his loving kindness and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully joyfully to the Lord. Break forth and sing for joy and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord. With heart, sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Shout joyfully before the Lord, before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy before the Lord. For He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world in right, with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Do you see the difference there? This great coming of Jesus, is, of the Messiah, is when he's going to come to judge the world. He'll judge the nations. He'll judge the peoples fairly with equity. He's going to judge it rightly. He'll know the thoughts and intents of every heart. He'll know the motives of every person. He'll know everything anyone's ever said anything everyone's ever done. He'll even know the motive behind, the reason behind what you did, whether good or bad. His judgment will be totally right. No false testimonies. No, no uh, tainted juries here. Nothing, no injustice whatsoever. Nothing will escape. All the evidence will be brought forth. He will judge the world righteously. And that, my friends, is something we can look forward to. Oh yes, we look back to the first coming of Jesus with great joy because it brought salvation to us. It brought eternal life to us. And to those of us who've come to Jesus Christ, it brought us something that we could have never earned on our own, forgiveness of our sins, reconciliation to our Father. That's right. But He's coming a second time, and we can rejoice in that too. Why? Because that's when he'll make right everything that's wrong in this world. You ever, you're disturbed by things that aren't right? you disturbed by injustices? you disturbed by corruption? you disturbed by, by oppression? Are you, uh, are you bothered with, by lies and so forth? And power-hungry people who lie and get, to gain power? Well, there's a day coming. Jesus will settle the score. Look at what it says here of his second coming. And inasmuch as it is appointed for men to die once, and after this comes judgment, so Christ also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time for salvation without reference to sin to those who eagerly await for him, eagerly await him. Our, sal- that salvation is not going to just be a personal salvation of I'm forgiven for my sins. That's why he came the first time to put away sins. The second time, he's going to bring a salvation to the whole earth. Psalm ninety-eight will become this reality. The whole earth will be under the blessing and favor of God. Joy to the world will become a reality. No, the the, the blessing will flow far as the curse was found. That all even all of nature. Even all of nature will be made right with God. This is our blessed hope, thought, friends. Our hope ultimately is not that everything in our life, that we're going to make it all better. What we do, we rest in the Lord. We trust in God. We remember that the, the final chapter, it's been written in the Bible, but it's not been written in history yet. The final chapter is coming in which our Lord, the King, will be victorious. Amen? And you and I will reign with Him in glory. This is what we read in Colossians 3. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then we will be revealed with Him in glory. This is our blessed hope. Never forget it. Never, never, never forget it. If you get frustrated by the... We live in a broken world. And if it frustrates you, if it discourages you if it seems like the bad, the wrong people are getting ahead and it seems like the right people aren't realize the game's not over we're in the midst of it we fight hard for what's good right and true we fight with uh, with faith we fight with love and with good deeds we fight with the power of the gospel and the power of truth we fight in our prayers but remember the final chapter is the victory of Jesus Christ. And so, as you think of this Christmas, celebrate what Jesus did. And my dear friend, if you have not yet received Him and His salvation, if you've not yet been personally reconciled to Him, do it. Do it now. Don't put it off. There is a second coming of Jesus' coming. There is a second coming on His way. It could be any time. We don't know when it will be. It will be soon. We trust it'll be soon. It'll certainly be a lot sooner than when I, when I first discovered he's coming back again. We're a lot closer now than we were then. And so be ready, because when he comes a second time, it will no longer be bringing salvation to opportunity to you. It'll be bringing a judgment that that frees the whole earth and the whole creation under that eternal salvation. You want to be on the right side of judgment on that day. Amen? Father in heaven, we bless you today, and we thank you that you sent your Son. You so loved the world, you gave us this opportunity of salvation. I think of Psalm 98 and so many Old Testament prophecies that talk about your judgment would come upon the earth, your judgment would come upon the nations, your judgment would come upon people, and Lord, when you would be exalted and when sin would be defeated, and we thank you for that, and we look forward to that day. But Lord, we thank you also that you have brought this other day first, a day of our forgiveness, a day in which you offer to forgive us and cleanse us of our sins. Thank you, Father. We come to you. We receive your forgiveness. We receive your salvation. I pray today, Lord, for anyone listening who's never done that, and you're not real to them, you're not personal to them, that you just help them, Father, right now to have the faith to stop trying to work their way to heaven, stop trying to think they can do it all. Lord, we rest in you. This is what you've done. It's it, the, the Christian, our Christian message, our Christian hope is not that we can do something, but that Jesus did something. It's not we're doing it, but it's done. Our salvation has been procured, made possible through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, thank you. You went to the cross, and when you f- When you died, you said it is finished, it is done. Again, Lord, it's not what we do, it's what you've done, where our trust is. You are our Savior and our Lord, and for this we bless you. And Father, we do look forward to the second coming of Jesus. Help us to set our hope on it, to help us to look forward to that. Help us, Lord, to to just be like a a laser that we 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 never take our eyes off. The second coming of Jesus Christ. This is our hope. We bless you. We love you. We give you this day. Lord, I pray today for many, many people in the cold. I know some of our friends who are on here are in blizzard conditions, and it's terribly dangerous outside, and terribly cold. And I pray, Lord, that you would just watch over and give protection to people in these days. We pray all these things and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks for being along with me. Don't you love getting in the Word of God and talking about it? It's fresh. It's alive. We're, we come here every single day. Do you realize if you come here every day, if you've been here every day this year, to 2022, you've gotten about as much biblical input as the typical Christian gets in years, five, six, seven, eight years worth of time. That's right. And so what's that mean? It means the more spiritual input, more biblical input in your life, the more you're going to be growing. And I trust that this has been a good year for those of you who've been here regularly. I've got great plans for 2023. I think we've got got some great studies in mind, some great things we'll be looking at that we haven't done yet. I'm excited. So be telling your friends. If you're new, join us. Subscribe to the channel. Join our community. Come here every morning live at 830 or watch later in the day if you like, or listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Just search for Tom the Preacher. But whatever, let's get in the Word of God and let's let's grow in 2023. I'm excited about it. I hope you are too. But until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you. Feel you the strength. And we rejoice in that first coming. But you know what? We might just see the second. So if you're here, if, if he hasn't come by tomorrow, I'll see you then. Okay? God bless you. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.